Hello and welcome to episode 135 of NOLA Time. My name is Hovid Veles and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, no low time? Obed, good to be with you. Or Kratos? Obed, Kratos? Not oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Well, if, you're, if you can't see me right now, if you're only doing the, um, the audio version and not watching the video on YouTube, uh, yes, I did shave my head. It's my, uh, my uh, uh, I, I guess, my quarantine buzz. But it's, it's actually growing quicker than I thought because I did it on Sunday. Now it's like... Yeah, already, yeah, already, oh, you can already see it. So, um, I mean, my hair grows pretty fast, at least on the sides and the back. <laughs> so, so there's that. Uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's about time. It was, it was probably like two months since my last cut. So, it was over, it was overdue. I know, I know that there's uh, there's dudes out there. I know you, you had it for a while, you, you just busted, but yeah, I just recently, yeah, dude, I, I got it, got it cleaned up recently because if not, I, I said it to you, man, I did not want to be a 2008 Jonas brother, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joe was not a, a good fan, although he would have been a, a big hit with the ladies, so <laughs> there, there's that, yeah, he's still available, ladies, if you're interested, yeah, so he's still there, um, Joe, what's up, dude, how are you? Oh no, I'm great, man. I'm great. Um, yeah, still, still no um, cabin fever for me. I'm, I'm good. Um, you know, I, I like getting my, my runs early in the morning and uh, get, some, get my, get my fresh air in limited capacities and come right back to the, the cave. So I'm good. But uh, no, I, um, you know, not too much going on on my side. Uh, took Memorial Day weekend to, um, just you know. Uh, Stay, stay in, uh, did some, you know, restaurant, that kind of thing. And, uh, also, um, did some shopping for some stuff, some sales to take advantage of. Uh, but you know, one of the things that did happen more recently that, that I was able to jump on, and we're going to talk a little bit more somewhat ish about this stuff later, but, um, HBO max is actually included with my spectrum, uh, subscription. So cause you have HBO right Clearly. so they, okay. they they instantly upgraded me into that so i was able to to get on that that came out just yesterday um and you know looking through it right away uh it's a very large library and and, and i'm pretty impressed that that they have uh like stuff from like we're talking like 40s like to like now of course um and, and i'm pretty impressed with that like you know vast amount of of content um, I do think though, there's a couple areas that I, I think this probably has to do with like things like the DC universe online and, and other places maybe that they've spread out some of their other properties, but I think they need to still work on consolidating those things into HBO max. Um, like for the DC stuff, they have an entire DC section on there. Um, and they have, you know, pretty much all the new DCU movies, um, but there's still some, um, some that are missing that are not, are not, not on there. And I kind of wonder if that has anything to do with, um, between DC universe online or, um, you know, cause some of the more, you know, traditional older, uh, uh films that are probably on the DC universe online. And uh, so I really think if they, if they do consolidate that DC universe online with HBO max, that would probably bring greater value there. They do have some pretty good, um, anime on there as well. Um, they may deal with Crunchyroll. Yep. So uh, the thing with Crunchyroll, and I and I forgot to mention it last time, it's that uh, apparently War they have a partnership with Warner. Um, 
or Warner invested in it something, right? Um, and and actually they they were looking to uh, sell it. And Sony was interested in acquiring it since you know Sony own, owns Funimation. That would have been would have been uh, quite a quite a powerful take if Sony would have taken that. But it's interesting they actually have yeah. anime. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's what's really cool about like even though that they they've dipped their their toes into some of these other genres on HBO Max, like there's something for everyone is what I would really say. Um, I think um, that that that's one of the positives is that there there is something for everyone. But I think that they're also um, with the work again, trying to figure out how they consolidate some of their stuff. I think that's where their strengths gonna really come in because um, having it, it's cool that's included. I'm happy that I have that. There's some new movies that are gonna be coming on there that I'll be interested in trying to to catch them because they're on their Joker's. One of the things that, that they really are highlighting: hey, watch Joker, watch Joker. Yeah. Um, but for the price that it is, and it's a pretty expensive price. Again, I'm fortunate that it's factored into my overall package um, subscription. Like, yeah, I'm still paying for it, but it's one of those things of like, if you just don't have that and you're not interested in it, regardless, like, I think that price point is scary. I think that was a 14.99 a month or something along those lines. It's pretty steep. That's pretty steep. That's a lot. Um, yeah, so I mean, depending I, on the I, amount of anime they have, because that's one of the reasons why I. Um, I canceled my Crunchyroll subscription instead. It, was, it went up to like almost 10 bucks a month. And I was like, ah, that's too much. I mean, and Disney Plus was around the corner. I was like, I'll, I'll just stick with Disney Plus, which so far has been a pretty good deal. I mean, they, 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 they're they adding oh, good yeah. stuff. So definitely, I, I, definitely worth it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I find myself more recently getting on Disney Plus and just finding random things and just being delightfully surprised by it like for a while i'd seen that they had two different marvel documentaries on there um you know um building universe expanding the universe watch both of those they're like these things are sounds like oh documentary must be two hours 40 minutes for one of them the other one's like literally 12 minutes long um this is pretty cool because the last one ended with uh, the most recent comic-con i was like oh geez I can be able to experience that this year, but, yeah. but like yeah it's it's pretty pretty good stuff on disney plus right now i'm i still think if you're going to spend, which that's, that's it, $5.99 a 699. month, $6.99, $6.99, $6.99, yeah. okay, yeah, like, man, it's worth, it's worth it if you're, if you're somebody who's on the fence about it, if they're, they're adding to it constantly, once things start to figure out to get to normal, you're going to get that Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming in and some other, you know, Loki and other stuff, so there's, there's plenty of content, yeah. um, but yeah, HBO Max, hopefully they, 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 grow more i have to remember it's the infancy infancy so try to comparing them against like a disney plus or something else tough but um but there's promise there's promise cool all right nothing much on my end dude it's like it's been the it's been the same for the last you know week or so uh, i finished season three of rebels uh okay. watched the first episodes of season four so and i and i know season four is shorter it's like 17 episodes so I'm almost there. I'm almost finally caught up with Rebels. And I I really haven't watched anything else. Um, I started playing Final Fantasy VII on hard mode. I, th- oh, I thought wow. I was going to, uh, yeah, I thought I was going to go into RE3. But I, I liked that game so much. I was like, you know what? Let's, let's give it a try. And it's pretty challenging on hard mode. Um, you reach the level cap pretty quick because the level cap on this game is 50. Um, 
and, and once you start on hard mode, you, you reach it pretty quick because the enemies have a lot of XP. Uh, I was not expecting more weapon upgrades uh, at that point, but, but hey, you know what? They're pretty good upgrades at that level. And um, pretty challenging. Uh, you can't use items, so that's the big thing, right? If, you, if one of your party members goes down, you have to use um, uh, the, uh, the, the revive materia instead of uh, Phoenix down. So you have to like manage your magic better. And if you run out of MP, you're, you're done. <laughs> Cause uh, you know, it, it's a, uh, it's tough. Uh, I mean, luckily the enemies have the same amount of HP, um, but they, they, they do a lot more damage, like something that would do, you know, before a 10% damage now would do like a 30% damage. Wow. Uh, and they have new moves as well. So, uh, pretty good. Uh, again, highly recommend that game. If you're a fan of Final Fantasy VII, it, it, it go with an open mind. And this is not a remake; it is a remake. So mm, teasing me every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will do that until he play it, sir. <laughs> um, good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, speaking of PlayStation, Joe, the um, I know that there was some uh, fan outcry for the. PS Plus games uh, they released for the month of May, yeah, which were like Train Simulator and some. It was like two like really random games farming and that, or something. Yeah, it was like Farming Simulator and like a Train Simulator. Right? It was like what the heck is this? It was super weird. It was super weird. Um, so they announced last week and they they made it avail- available early um, that Call of Duty World War Two was going to be available. So that's already available for download. I already got it. Uh, and they announced today that Battlefront 2 is going to be uh, their second game for the month of June. So if you, know, if you were looking for excuses not to pay for Battlefront 2, I highly recommend that you give it a try. It is a, it is a great game. There was an update today, uh, interestingly enough. Um, and um, and the update came out today because I I played PS4 yesterday and the update didn't it didn't update but this morning Battlefront 2 updated for me so I'm wondering I, it had to be a bug fix or, or something because I don't think they're they they already said they're not adding that's more what content. I thought yeah so it has to be it has to be a bug fix um, although the last uh, few times that I tried to play Team Deathmatch it was again going back to like a full room and then the next match is like three people and no one connects and then i i get out and i go back in and, and then i go back into full room get two full games and then going back to room with three people and i, I i'm something in their matchmaking is broken and that may be and that may be what they what they attempted to fix with with this patch so that may may very well be it um although Gal- galactic assault was full like i played a, f- a few games of that um late last week I think it was Friday last week after after we recorded, and um, <clears throat> and it was it was full like it was like you know all forty players were in and you know on two, two matches so so it was pretty good. I uh, suspect but, it's gonna be pretty busy this coming weekend now. Or, so uh, yeah. next week, yeah, this next week, weekend yeah. next weekend's gonna be a great weekend to actually play Battlefront because it's probably gonna be packed. And it's probably gonna be packed with a bunch of noobs and going in with my. My uh, purple, all purple level cards <laughs> with like level maxed out level. Um, I actually maxed out the level and got the gold trophy. 
Oh, because I maxed out the the level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been playing it for a long time. Awesome. And and uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed that game uh, quite a bit. So um, no excuses now to actually grab it and and give it a try. Um, Joe, there's a you wanted to have a conversation about what we talked about last week about um, the the Snyder Cut for Justice League. And I know that for some weird reason, like there has been pushback, but from not even not even studios, but from journal journalists or or, or you know people that cover this sort of thing, um, uh, are they just salty because they said that this thing was not going to happen? Or I mean, what's what's happening here, man? Yeah, this is this is people who were like very um this is the kind of people that you know were so egotistical about always being right and they probably do have uh legitimate sources and legitimate things i'm not saying that these are illegitimate journalists by any stretch of the imagination but you know have such a confidence behind their their news that when they get something like this wrong because it's let's just put it it's straightly it's, it's an opinion piece when you start saying that there, this will never happen you no one knows the future like no it doesn't matter i remember um a few years ago and this is actually quite a while ago when uh there was the spider-man the uh made spider-man first first amazing spider-man movie came out and i tweeted at a journalist this is long long time ago tweeted at a journalist i can't remember which, which one it was tweeted at him said any chance do you ever see there being a day where spider-man uh joins the avengers where sony and marvel sony and disney make a deal and this guy straight up said to me, no, it's not, that's never going to happen. And we all know the history today. Yeah. Um, look, like I do think a lot of these people that are upset about it have, have some valid points, though. I think like the reality is that it, it, it got done because there was such a fan demand for it, right? But they do have a point behind when some of them start saying like, you know, putting 20 to $30 million out for one director's cut um, to be finished, like that now leaves the door for many other directors to start coming in and saying like, well, hey, I didn't have my cut of the movie. That wasn't my thing. You know, you guys came in at this, this, and this. I can get you more money if you put this out or I deserve to have my cut or give me a chance. However they want to spin it or p pitch it, they actually have an opportunity to pitch it because now they have a case study that they can point to and say, this is happening. Um, so my my point being around this is like, like I, let's have a discussion about like director's cuts for a second here. Cause there's a few different yeah. things that started <laughs> reacting to, to this. So uh, some of the ones I, I, I talked to you about this a bit, like there was something like, you know, fans campaigning for a director's cut of revenge of the Sith, a four hour director's cut of that movie. Right. Yep. Then you've got another one where David Ayer, uh, the suicide, uh, first suicide squad movie that, that, that came out in 2016, I believe it is. Which um, I think that if there's a movie that deserves a director director's cut other than Justice League, is probably that one. Interesting. So, so you have that one that also says that it that that he's got a cut and he wants that one to come out on HBO Max straight up. And then you got Josh Trank also coming out saying that yeah, you'll never see the light of my movie. And he actually saying don't don't petition for a director's cut because it's never going to happen. And he doesn't want it to happen. Yeah, but he's because he's. He was he's so sour. It. Yeah, oh, he was yeah. so sour with that, with that, with what happened on in that movie that that he's like, screw it, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. 
So, but I just find it interesting that to the point of some of those journalists that were saying like, look, this is not going to be good for the industry this is not going to be good for the space because other people are going to come in and try and get money. Okay. Like, yes, people are going to start using their platform to get people to start tweeting about it, talking about it, you know, putting blogs out about it, whatever it is to say, Oh, we, you know, directors cut directors cut of stuff. And I remember saying to you, Obed, like with the Snyder cut, I didn't know if it was real. If it is, I would be interested in watching it, but I wasn't going to be saying I knew for sure, for sure it was real. Um, and, you know, if it was, I'd be interested in watching it. That's kind of similar, like, with some of these other things. There's some things up that fans are t- talking about, director's cuts of certain movies that do, do we really know that there's a full-on four-hour director's cut of Revenge of the Sith, or is there just... Like, like what there's, there's some things out there I'm saying that like there is a, a cohesive story where the studio steps in and they rip the movie apart, right? And they make it something completely different. And then there's other opportunities where there wasn't a, a full cut, a full completed story. Maybe not, not even missing CGI or anything, just that literally it was just something they were trying to piece together. And a, to- a totally different direction was taken just overall on the project. And that doesn't really signify director's cut. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I really don't think that, uh, I agree with you. I don't, I don't really think that that director's cut of Revenge of the Sixth actually, I, I don't want to say that it's real. I mean, if it's, if it's out there, right, it's, it's very improbable that it's going to come out. Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's very improbable. Um, and the reason being, uh, you know, when you look at Justice League, and again, they're going to do some reshoots that doesn't involve the main cast, but um, when you look at Adventure of the Sith, uh, a lot of the footage was cut for a reason. Um, I think that uh, George Lucas was, you know, he had complete career control over his movie because he's, yep. he, um, for those of you that didn't know, back in the day, Star Wars was an independent movie. Um, you know, from the 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 original trilogy up until the the prequels, um, that that used to be you know Lucasfilm was an independent studio, so they were not under any constraints from Fox to hey make this two and a half hours or make it two hours and twenty minutes or whatever. You know, just Lucas could have done whatever he wanted. Um, so that's why I think it's not uh, it's probably not possible. If there's something possible. Uh, it could be like an extended order 66 or, or, or something of that nature, but I don't see anything else actually making it it uh, on regards to like journalists and, 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 and you know, uh, it, and talking heads saying that this is like a, a dangerous precedent or whatever. It's like, no, you're stupid. Cause why, why is, is giving the director the freedom that that was taken away from them back a bad thing. I mean, I can give you examples of movies where the director's cut of the movie is way superior to um, to the theatrical version. You know, Superman 2, uh, Kingdom of Heaven, Robin Hood, that, you know, same director. Yep. Um, I mean, I can... <laughs> I, Daredevil, Elektra, and actually the director's cut actually makes sense. So... Like I mean, I'm not saying that those movies that those two movies that, that that they're still not good, but they are, are they are a better product, right? Um, they they're a better product. 
Um, and the best example I can give, the most recent example I can give, is Batman v Superman, where the ultimately different. The ultimate cut is, it's miles better than the, the, the Not, doesn't like, feel like the same movie. Like the theatrical version is unwatchable after you watch the the um, the ultimate right. cut. It's it's I mean, it, it is what it is. It's crazy, right? Um, there's a there's a director's cut of the uh, of the Wolverine that I've never watched. That's a that's an R-rated I version. Have. It's much better, dude. Okay, yeah. So you see, there's 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 great examples out there. Come on. So I think my response to exactly what I feel same as you, like you know that this um that there's great cases and and great points to show of successes of director's cuts. Um, I think if anything, why this is not harmful but actually progressive for the industry is that it might tell sometimes studio heads just simply to back off and let these guys make their movie right the first time. So you don't have exactly. to deal with the director's cut shenanigans of spending another $20, 30000000 million. And fans going it. crazy. Right. Oh, you guys did. Because they know what's up because they can time. now. Now they have a, an ability exactly. to, to tweet the director and director response back. Yeah, that's not my movie. Exactly. I didn't have, you know, this uh, Steppenwolf die by his own parademons. Wonder Woman beheaded him in my cut. Not at directors can do that where they, it wasn't like that in the past. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you know things are out there. It's like wrestling, right? Like the veil behind wrestling got removed oh, yeah. when the internet came in, um, and and now we know what's up. And and it's the same thing with movies, right? Uh, it's these things are now well documented. Like within minutes of stuff happening, uh, these things are are just well documented, and 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 they're out there. So, uh, whereas before, you can you know. Oh, they're making a Batman movie. Change director in the middle, like with with Superman too, right? With a Richard Donner cut. When yeah. he, Richard Donner got got a, he actually finished the movie, and uh, and the studio said, "Oh, we don't like it," and he quit. And then they got another director to recut the movie and and do reshoots. No one, but no one like did the general public didn't know that 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 stuff happened until many many years later. Now we within minutes we know, so. It's totally different now. It's, so now they should know that, look, hey, we need to give these guys their space because absolutely. if not, the story is going to come out. Absolutely. So so I think this is Lucas great. film. Yeah, yeah. Lucasfilm, take note, like I said last week, because if there's a studio out there right now that uh, that could definitely um, uh, take advantage of, of, of this sort of movement, and we'll talk about Lucasfilm here in a minute. Yep. It, it, it's Lucasfilm. Um, because we know that there's a, you know, a, a three-hour cut of of Rise of Skywalker that's that the that has a drastically different ending, and you know, it, it has it's it's you know, from what I've heard, a, a a a very different movie. So imagine they drop something like that on Disney Plus, dude. That Disney needs the 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 p the good PR right now with uh at least with the Lucasfilm. When with when Lucasfilm's concerned, yeah, they do need that. So I would say that they just announce it, right? And so it's like, hey, we're we're gonna work on this thing, and we're gonna release it only on Disney Plus. I, I mean, that I think I think what what HBO is doing here, what Warner is doing now, that they you know reshuffled everyone, and and I guess the the people that need to go are not there anymore, and you know. And and now that they have a platform to put their content out, I think that other companies are going to follow suit. And 
you know, especially Lucasfilm. I'm not saying that they're going to be, that there's going to be a director's cut of Aladdin or anything like that. But, <laughs> um, but when it, when Star Wars, Star Wars is concerned, we will probably see something like that, uh, which takes us to what happened on Monday. But I was, it, it, I saw it and I was going to text you and I totally forgot to text you because I started like reading through it. Um, and then, um, I think it, and it happened while I was out, I was out getting new tires on Monday and I yeah. wasn't feeling too great. So, uh, so and I and I saw and I saw that and like, is there actually like fans petitioning for a sequel to Solo, <laughs> which which I guess was announced way back when, but we totally forgot about it because um, <laughs> I remember seeing something about about Solo. Um, about a sequel to Solo that being being in the works, uh, but but man, that's, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's why I had to share this with you because I'm like, usually petitions and those kinds of things we don't talk too much about here on on No Low Time, just because most of the time nothing much comes out of it. But this one was really weird and interesting because it just out of the blue just literally took uh, took Twitter by fire on on Monday. And um, I mean, to the point like Forbes wrote an article on this thing, like people started picking it up, trending fans petitioning, make so hashtag make solo to happen. And just tons and tons of discussions around, <laughs> hey, you, you, you need to give us this movie that 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 you promised us or whatever. And I'm like, people really cared that much about solo one. I know they yeah, are solo two. It was pretty, um pretty amazing to see that. That's interesting. That happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean. We all know Solo's not necessarily well regarded in the the Star Wars fandom. Uh, it, it's it's definitely on my, uh, I would say it's it's lower tier on on lower my tier. tier. Yeah. yeah, like I would still watch Solo over uh, episodes one and two, but I mean, I guess people want to see more uh, Charlie Campino. I guess, or, or which would be the hardest person to bring back into the mix. But he's the right person. So busy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's so busy. But I mean, he would be the one guy. Some people started. Some of the discussions started going around putting a, a series together for Disney Plus, like a solo series. <laughs> I don't want that. Um, uh, I think if you're going to do it, you got to finish the story. If you, whatever you had in place for Solo One, you do for Solo Two. Um, directors and and people involved with the story, because that thing changed drastically. Like there was the there was one movie at one point right with these two director by uh, uh, Lord Miller right and then the next moment it's a Ron Howard film so do you bring back Ron Howard do you get an entirely new person um, if you get like, a Lord a, Miller cut <laughs> oh my gosh uh, oh no. no this is what I, yeah nah that's nah, what yeah Lucasfilm is like it's weird right it's it's weird because they um. I mean, we we all know what happened with uh, with with Justice League, where you know Snyder had a, a family tra- tragedy, he had to step away, and um, uh, Avengers dude, uh, Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon. I was gonna say Will Whedon, uh, <laughs> uh, Joss Whedon finished uh, the movie, but Zack Snyder was still credited as the director, right? Uh, Solo is like they were like two-thirds done with with uh with filming and they get fired and then they get reshoots for basically the entire movie 
The stories so, that were coming out from that set seemed wild. Oh, really? I I haven't dug yeah. into any of that. Yeah. Like it just but, sounded like that was going to be a completely different movie. And there's certain things you can kind of notice when you watch it where you can tell that there was more humor in the script. And then Ron kind of brought it to that Star Wars very like safe zone. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that humor is unsafe. I'm just saying it's not like traditional Star Wars. There's Star Wars has its humorous moments or humorous characters. Yeah, yeah. But like you're not going to catch like Obi-Wan dropping, you know, your mama jokes or something. <laughs> you know, like that's just not that's just not going to happen. So so <laughs> so I'm just saying like <laughs> oh, maybe pass out on the air, Joe. <laughs> oh no, don't don't go on me. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just saying like star wars is not traditionally that oh. kind of humor right yeah, like yeah. it's it's very there's 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 moments for it and there's people for it and there's places for it jar jar binks was nearly murdered for his humor it was did too you, much do you see the jedi temple challenge trailer i haven't watched it yet but i've seen the, the thumbnail and it's been around okay okay uh it looks fun it's like legends remember legends of the hidden temple from Nick? it's basically that with star wars and oh. and it's uh it's a uh, Ahmed Best, uh, aka Jar Jar Binks, dressed as a Jedi. <laughs> like he's the Jedi Master, no. but he still talks kind of like, because like, he's Ahmed Best, right? So can't, you can't change his voice. So he's, <laughs> he sounds like like Jar Jar, actually like serious Jar Jar. It's weird. It's like super jarring. <laughs> you know what, Joe? You know what? Let's. I'm gonna have you watch the trailer on air. Oh, this is gonna be great. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look for. I'm gonna let's, look for. Let's it. do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep going with the point while you pull that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing, right? So, like, like Jar Jar Binks was one of those characters that when he started being silly and goofy, and people say it's not humor; he was just being goofy. I mean, there's a goofiness to comedy, right? And I think there was gonna be more of that in uh, the first solo movie had Lord and Miller finished that project and. Uh, and Ron Howard just came in and really made it more safe Star Wars-y for, for them. So, yeah, I, I, I would, I'd be curious to find out what they uh, – oh, that's it right there? That's it right there. I sent it to you. All right. All right so I'm, so I'm going to go ahead. It's only about a minute, a minute and 27. So. You're going to get Joel's live reaction. So you're going to get lo- Joel's live reaction to Star Wars yeah. Jedi Temple Challenge. Starting. Uh, created by Juan Scott Bromley of IGN and Comedy Button fame. Not working from Lucasfilm, but yes. Okay, so, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's jarring to <laughs> to hear him talking like seriously, but he sounds like Jar Jar. It's so weird. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Be- because he's trying to be like a like a a serious Jedi master, a serious yeah. Jedi serious voice. But he sounds like you can't change his voice. Like, oh, he's like the mysteries inside. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting, nonetheless. Um, but yes, I'm just gonna oh, wait for got tempted by the dark side. Yeah, I gotta, gotta <laughs> they got him using the forest on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, oh Yoda, okay. But pretty interesting. I think this show is going to be on YouTube. It's not going to be on Disney Plus. I think it was originally planned for, for Disney Plus, and now it's uh, or it's going to be on the Star Wars YouTube channel. So yes, they're saying it's going to be the Star Wars YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is hilarious, man. 
<laughs> no, it, there's like certain lines that this guy says straight up. I'm like, oh. Me suck on finch, honey. <laughs> Spot on, Jar Jar. <laughs> we got, we're going to do the, uh, uh, that theory that Jar Jar was the Sith Lord. Uh, he, was, he was Darth Plagueis in disguise. He's not training Jedi here. He's actually oh, training, training Sith. Sith. Oh, and there's Sith holocrons. No. <laughs> Oh man! And sweaty news. Get a spinoff of the show <laughs> on YouTube. Like on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be on Twitch. Yeah. Forget though, there might be a director's cut <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> nice, uh, um, but yeah, man, uh, very interesting stuff. So, um, yes, Solo Two. I, I, I mean. I doubt it. I think uh, I think they're moving in a, in a different direction altogether. So that's that's what I think. I believe it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't think that's. I think that was a very people led thing. I don't think it's going to actually happen. But correct there again, Snyder could happen because of the people. So yeah, I mean, this kind of disappeared after one day, but you never know. Yeah. Uh, going back to DC because we're being a little bit like jumping in a little. Bit. I mean, we're still talking about the same topic. We're just including different things um yeah the uh uh and, and again they they talked about suicide squad and and you know all, all the footage from the, the the joker that got deleted from suicide squad I, I don't i don't i mean fans are not necessarily clamoring for for more jared leto joker but um but it would be interesting to see um the other thing that that came out of all of this thing is henry cavill Back as Superman, allegedly, they uh, uh, because of the reception of the you know the, the news of the Snyder Cut and uh, fans being nice to Snyder and Henry Cavill. Apparently, this thing is on, man, which is yeah, great. This is great news. Uh, didn't surprise me. The same person that was reporting on the Justice League stuff that I told you, like he's usually like. 190% like of the time, right? He's, he had a, a post on this, like literally um, just before like his just leaked stuff. And he was like, Hey, there's, a, there's traction. This guy supposedly has talked to Warners about coming back for a while. Um, and he was supposed to originally be in that whole uh, Shazam uh, ending scene, which I, I don't want to spoil for you, but because I don't think you've seen I, it, right? I think I stumbled upon it. Okay, like, so like, like on some, a trailer or something, right? So he's supposed to be in the movie, and they altered it that he wasn't. Um, but that just grounds to show that he he's not he wasn't done yet being um, Superman, and uh, you know obviously with him, you know being in The Witcher and and uh, and so on with other projects that he's involved in, his time is pretty uh, taken up. So it, I'm sure it's a trying task to get him to come back. But you know Cavill's been pretty honest about wanting to still be Superman. He's been very vocal about the character even after, um, you know, not playing him for for, for a while. Uh, so this is good news all around. Um, but the real most interesting part is that supposedly he signed on for two more projects. And they're, we're both unknown. But the things that we're hearing at the moment is that it's not going to be a Man of Steel sequel. And it's not going to be, he's not going to be in uh, The Batman or, um, or Black Adam. So that's what we're hearing at the moment. Again, all that could change, could not be true. Are they so going to save them just to do like Justice League sequels or? 
Right. That's so. That's what I feel like. I feel like it's smart just to ha- hold on and not announce what those plans are for him to be back because you would assume right away would be Shazam too. Um, but at the same time, like that completely changes the Shazam movie. You put Superman in a Shazam movie. I'm sorry. Like it's not Shazam featuring like Superman on the side. Like Superman is Superman. Like he overshadows Shazam instantly. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, especially if it's Cavill Superman, which we've already seen in action do some incredible stuff. So I, I, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that. But like I said to you a bit in the last episode, like supposedly Snyder had a five film idea, right? Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Justice League, Justice League Two, and Justice League Three. That was his going to be his 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 arc his storyline. What he had signed on for after um, the first Man of Steel movie when he signed up for Batman versus Superman. Um, and so, you know, if they're waiting to see if maybe this is just me speculating, maybe they're waiting to see how reception is to this Snyder cut. People love it so much that it is set up, and this, you know what? why not try and get one of their biggest stars to come back? Because Superman was going to be a major uh, part of the second and and third Justice League movie. Specifically, Lois Lane was going to uh, be killed off in the second movie. In the third movie, you were going to see a Superman without hope, which is something that's very dark and hasn't been seen before. So you would need Cavill to come back. You can't just pick some random person to come back in. I'm not saying that Batman isn't important either. I'm sure that they would, they would like to have Affleck if it was easy, but I think they would, they would probably change around if they had to. Um, but I think Cavill is probably more important to come back in that role. Yeah. Um, out of, out of the success that they've had in the DCU or lack of success rather. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if the flash is going to, be back though we still don't <laughs> dude I, aside from that that news story that came out that was the weirdest thing and like, even before this, i've been saying dude i didn't like no one cared man that movie maybe, not maybe i mean maybe he's gonna be kind of like a like uh i mean black widow's getting her movie now but i was gonna say maybe he was gonna be like a black widow ish type of character where um he would only show up on on, on team up movies which is still a possibility, I mean, he's, right? He's so. the Flash, bro. Like, we're not talking about. No offense to Black Widow, it was amazing. Like, he's the Flash, dude. Yeah, like, I that's know. crazy. You can bend to me. time and space. Isn't and that crazy? Like, to think that we could have a discussion of Flash being a, a small background character. That's that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not talking about Quicksilver. I'm talking about Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, crazy. It's kind of like. See, kind of like what the uh, the the. Um, uh, he got he got his flashpoint moment right in the animated movies. But we're, if you go back to the uh, like the first batch of uh, Justice League movies that came out, you know after uh, Batman the animated series and the uh, Adventures of Superman, um, he he was like not not a super like active character like there was stuff that he would do right but he wasn't like ah, we freaking need the flash here so here's what you do obed you saw the crisis on infinite earth's crossover so you know the scene where he's like where am i and ezra miller miller's flash shows up with grant gustin you yeah. figure out a way that grant gustin figures out how to get into their world and you swap that out so quick oh. <laughs> and and oh everybody's good everybody's happy you know what joe uh, you may be onto something warners if you're listening <laughs> give joe a call give me a call <laughs> <laughs> uh 
interesting. That uh, kind of like that. Yeah, that, that's makes sense. Yep. All right, I'm in. <laughs> um, but yeah, good good stuff from uh, from Harry Campbell. The guy is definitely uh, not uh, not hungry for for a job. You know, between uh, this and The Witcher and uh, anything else that gets thrown in. Uh, you know, he's going to be all right. So, so we're oh, good to sure. go. Um, Joe, we got uh, not too many gaming news. Um, did you watch that Last of Us 2 gameplay? I did. Uh, real from yesterday. I watched it today. Um, it's very impressive. Like, it, technically speaking, um, what, what they're actually able to do with the PS4 is very impressive. Um, there's, there's no there's no question uh, you know there's no question around that um uh, again it's like the last host two is not necessarily my cup of tea it's so it's, it's it's yeah great storytelling um i, I will wait right and and play it when i get the chance um uh, but when you go back to the, te- the technicality of, uh, of of this game and the, the, the I guess the, the technical ex- expertise that Naughty Dog is showing um, it's it's pretty incredible. Um, so I, I'm still amazed that it still runs on current gen. I know, like, I know. When I was nice. watching that gameplay, I was thinking to myself like, "This is pretty good for a PS4." Like, it this is, is yeah. this is you know pretty pretty solid stuff. I mean, but uh, yeah, I I I'm happy to see a nice. Um, I'm not obviously like you know we're gonna see crossover between last, uh, current gen and what's gonna be next gen. We'll see that crossover start to happen early next year and throughout the year. But like regardless, I feel like this is a nice like send off kind of like one last big big one. It's it is because because I think it, it is the last big game. Yeah. Uh, at least first party, Destiny. Right. So everything everything else is gonna come out before that. You know. Well, Ghost of Tsushima comes out later, right? And I count Ghost yeah, of Tsushima because yeah, yeah. we're—I I think between the, the the style of things that we're into, Ghost of Tsushima kind of tickles our fancy right away more quicker. But like, it doesn't mean we don't Absolutely. understand the amazingness that is The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and, I, and I, I'm sure that that you know, from a storytelling standpoint, this this is gonna be amazing. So there's sure. no question about that. Uh, but yeah, pretty pretty impressive stuff, man. Um, there's a one piece of news that that dropped today is that um, Sony actually patented a wireless charger for the DualSense controller. So that pretty much confirms that the controller supports wireless charging to what extent and how, we don't know, but uh, it's it's going to be, you know, uh, the patents out there. I haven't seen the patent myself, but... Um, and if but it I'm supports sure. it, like, how does that work with, like, current charging, like, out-of-the-box charging? Like, is it, like, accessory? Well, they, there... they, conf- they confirmed that it's going to have a, a, a USB Type C cable, right? That's, um, yeah. that's confirmed. But yeah, when it comes to accessories and 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 the whatnot, they we we still don't know. Like we're in the dark on on that one. Um, we will find out more than likely sometime next early next week. Yeah. Um, there's a rumor that uh, June third, we are going to get a a full reveal of the console and. Uh, I guess they're going to showcase some games as well. So uh, it's, it's finally here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. So it's finally happening, man. 
the, what do you expect from that event aside from the obvious that they've set a very strong first party lineup? Is there going to be any other surprises, anything that you, that you're like, for sure, like, Hey, does, does pricing happen? Like, what do you, what do you got? I don't think price is going to happen. Um, I do expect um, big surprises. Okay. Uh, and I don't, I don't want to hype myself because I don't want to, I don't want the same thing to happen to Xbox fans happen to me where they were very, very disappointed by that showcase of games that they had. Um, so, so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I do expect something uh, pretty substantial. Um, and this is basically, you know, they, they've said anywhere, anytime between, you know, the third and the fourth, this thing's going to happen. They're going to show the console. They're going to do a teardown. They're going to show games, right? They're going to have the full reveal, no price. I don't expect the price yet. I expect, I, I think, I think we'll see a price uh, by mid-July when Nintendo does their showcase. Because Nintendo delayed their showcase until July, so that's probably when uh, when we'll see pricing. There's a news article that I sent you this morning, um, and I found a different one today, talking about Sega and how Sega's gonna like get back in the console business and all this stuff. Um, you have you have to so although the old guys at Sega like Yusuke and Yuji Naga and, and Yusukoshiro, all these guys are out. Right? They, they don't work for Sena, it's for Sega anymore. Right. Um Sega is not Sega, meaning that you know Nintendo's been Nintendo throughout this whole time and PlayStation's been PlayStation since the PlayStation came out, you know, Sony, whatever. Um and Microsoft seems they they've seen the you know the reshuffles like every console it's someone new that's on, on you know uh, that's uh, leading the the pack. Uh, but when when we talk to Sega, you have to you have to go deeper, right? Um, you know, basically Sega was technically bankrupt. They didn't have money. They didn't have cash back in the early two thousands when uh, they discontinued the Dreamcast. Um, they 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 put some games on GameCube, some games on Xbox, some games on PS2. Um, they didn't turn a profit for like four years. Like, like they were like out of money, dude. They merged with Sammy. Basically, Sammy um, merged with with Sega and and uh, for you know and became Sega Sammy. Uh, what's now commonly known as Sega Sam. I'm gonna I'm, I'm giving you a little Sega history here. It's good. Um, and then when this happened, um, there there there's this rumors that that what what was left to Sega was actually funded by the Yakuza, and that's why the Yakuza games are are actually a thing because they actually paid for Sega to not go bankrupt because Sega basically controls the Japanese arcade market and pachinko machines and all this stuff. So. You know, and and of course the yakuza are connected to the pachinkos and all this, you know, all all this stuff that's going on, right? With with pachinko and and, and Sega. So, you know, 
between all these rumors and whatnot, Sega's actually able to turn around and make great games. The Yakuza games are great. Uh, you know, uh, and then, you know, they actually managed to put out some decent Sonic games, uh, bring in some other, uh, uh, some back some of the, some of their franchises, uh, being able to publish uh, a lot of great games like Bayonetta, the original Bayonetta and um, Vanquish and all this stuff from Platinum Games. Um, and then they acquired Atlas. And I think that was a turning point because when, when Sega bought Atlas, it was a few months before uh, Persona 5 came out in Japan. And then Persona 5 sets the on fire and makes a bunch of money. And then all the Atlas games after that make a bunch of money. And then Persona 5 Royal made a, another month, bunch of money. So Sega's in a very nice place financially right now. That being said, Joel, Sega is supposed to make an announcement on June 3rd that was supposed to shake the video game industry. And I'm just putting two and two together, Joel. I mean, I don't think we're going to get the Sega PlayStation, right? Because they've already said that it's going to be called the PS5. But, but I think that there is something big brewing. Like either Sony is going to acquire Sega and, and or they already did and they're going to announce it right on on june 3rd uh or they're they're uh or they're going to announce an exclusivity partnership for for playstation um which would be crazy right because i i think uh, sega games do very well on nintendo consoles too like the sonic games like the sonic and mario olympics are great i mean they they might they could keep releasing them like like Minecraft, right? Right. Uh, you know, Minecraft's on everything and it gets updates on everything. So, uh, yeah, dude. I, I'm just putting two and two together and I'm just being a total fanboy here. Um, I mean, it's no secret. I've said it a million times that I was a Sega kid growing up and, and I Sega holds a very special place in my heart. Uh, I'm actually getting kind of emotional talking about it. Um, Cause I love I love Sega that much. Awesome. Um, so I th- I think there's something big happening next week. Uh, I don't think Sega's gonna announce a new console. I don't think they're gonna wing it and actually announce a console with like no rumors or anything, right? Um, I don't think they're gonna announce their Dreamcast too. Um, they may. I mean, they they just released that Genesis Mini. They could release a Saturn Mini. Or a Dreamcast Mini, or something like would that. Would that really be shaking the space? Well, that 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 wouldn't necessarily shake the space, but um, uh, now that I think about it, um, Sega released uh, a commercial in Japan. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard or seen of uh, Segata Sanchiro. Segata Sanchiro it was a a mascot. It's like a karate guy that uh, Sega had during the Saturn games. <laughs> Uh, and they did uh, uh, they did um, uh, the Sega Saturn commercials. Uh, Segata Sanchiro would be the one that you know basically <laughs> like putting the Saturn out there. It was very goofy. Uh, when when the Saturn died, when the Saturn got discontinued, um, they they did a commercial. I think it was like Segata Sanchiro, like uh, go, like he was trying to serve, save the world from like a missile or something, and he actually got shot into space or something like that. It was a ridiculous Japanese awesome. thing. Um, uh and uh so actually looking Sega Sanchiro here. <laughs> um 
and um I, they released a commercial a few weeks ago it was like out of nowhere that this kid shows up in like school or something and he's the son of Segata Sanchiro. Uh, and now they're like, maybe, maybe what they're doing, maybe they're releasing a Saturn mini. I mean, now, now that I think about it, um, you know, PlayStation did their mini, um, uh, they could be a Saturn mini who knows. Right. Um, but I, I think, I think there's, uh, there's reason to speculate and I, I, it's, it's funny that I have not heard anyone put two and two together yet. And, and it's like the first thing that I saw when I saw that article is that what is Sega going to do? What is Sega going to do? Cause I was like, I actually wow. said, I was like, I'm, I'm nervous and I'm so excited, dude. Wow. To know what the heck this is. I am, I am really, really excited, Joel. Wow. Man. So I could see them get, I could see them getting back into the space by by an exclusive partnership. I could see it being something like that. Like Sega's gonna bring back X, Y, and Z, and it's gonna be with these guys. Um, that would be a pretty nice move because then it would kind of give us um a revival, like without them having to make their own console, which is not the move that they should be making or probably will be making. Um, yeah, I could I could toast. Oh my goodness. I said, oh gotta, my you gosh! Gotta, you gotta see Sanchiro, man. This He's is great, awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> evil doer. Um, yeah, so so they had they had this guy do like a mascot, kind of like remember what was the uh, Kevin Butler for PlayStation? Remember? Oh, yeah, kind of like that. But he was like a karate guy. It was like oh, you know, the power of like a Saturn or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's awesome. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um. But yeah, go ahead, man. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, you're good. Like I could totally see it being like an exclusive thing, like where they literally just straight up say, like, you know, whether it be with, could it be Microsoft? Yeah, could be. Could be a, you know, an an, an exclusive Xbox Sega, you know, bundle or something, and then they're gonna like do something else that's that's in future partnership for a few years with them or something. I could see something like that being the case, but um, but. It, it's so mysterious. It's so um, it is like so last minute too. And I mean that in a good way. I'm actually kind of happy that this is sneaking up on us because, um, you know, when in the age of everything is released beforehand or there's like a large amount of direction, there's very minimal direction we have for this. So you can either get really overhyped or you can kind of be like, oh, cool. They're probably going to just put out something minimal um, and, and, and then they get blown away. I, lean more towards the place of that we're going to have some pretty significant news to talk about come on our next episode. So I'm excited to see whatever happens. Um, According to what I'm reading here saying June 4th. um, Yeah. June June 4th. uh, Yeah. Well, basically around the same time that the PlayStation is going to do their thing, man. So see that's, could that be coincidence? Maybe, but I don't know, man. I mean, are they going to, are they going to try and push a console? The day after PS5 gets revealed, I, I mean, it, it's too much of a coincidence, Joe. I think I'm just putting too. Maybe it's just the Sega fanboy in me, right? That's getting super hyped for this thing, um, you know. And and one thing leads to another. Like when the, the Dreamcast died, um, I I I bought a PS2. Like that was my <laughs> that was my transition, right? Wow. Um, and then you know now. 
after PS2, uh, basically stuck with PlayStation ever since. Um, <clears throat> so, dude, I was like, I, I, I've got to, I've got to wake up like, cause it's, it's, this it probably, this, this thing's probably going to drop like at three in the morning on Thursday, like Japan wow. time. Cause it's like, uh, uh, I I am I am really excited. I am I'm, I'm nervous, dude. I'm like I like shredding over here. This is like <laughs> awesome. this is like my 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 Spider-Man coming to the MCU moment, man. This is <laughs> I dude, I hope for you it's that big, man. I hope it's I hope it's something pretty epic. Oh man, it's going to be such a letdown, I know. No, no. Uh, don't say that. No. Well, if you think about it like like um a, a lot of the like PlayStation had had a uh, has had a bunch of uh, uh, ex- exclusive Sega games over the last you know True. few years. Uh, all the Yakuza games were pretty much uh, a lockdown. Uh, Persona, um, you know, going back to uh, even more games, and the Nintendo's having their Sega Sonic, you know, their their Mario Sonic Olympics, and uh, Sonic being on, on Smash. So. I mean, maybe maybe they'll keep Sonic and um, and some of the other franchises like like mingle around, right? But when it comes to like the like the big AAA stuff, it's maybe just a, a PlayStation thing. Maybe what they're gonna announce is that the DualSense was just a joke, and and the and the and the and the controller for the PS5 is gonna be the Saturn controller, which is best controller ever. It's like going back to a D-pad with eight buttons. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out, kids. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm really. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm really excited, dude. I, 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 I am just. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it, it's a. Uh, It'll be here before you know yeah. it. See again, I, I found another news article about it. Oh, the one I sent you this morning that's like that that Sega prepares for console comeback and they're about to get wrecked. I don't think that's gonna be the case, man. I think I, I think they're you're looking at the wrong places. I think you're not putting two and two together. Mm, especially so. the timing. The timing of when they're gonna be doing this thing. Like yeah. we're looking at PS5 being potentially June fifth or maybe before. Um, and then this thing on the fourth. Well, they're, they're say, yeah, they're saying that uh, for the Forbes article or whoever from Forbes says that uh, um, that it may be the the third or fourth for PlayStation. Um, okay. And then uh, and then the uh, see here you go here's the here's this section from the article that I, that I that I pulled up and this is from the Express. I mean, uh, Express is hit and miss, but. Um, they're saying that uh, alternatively, this uh, there's a Famitsu scoop. Famitsu is a Japanese games magazine. Um, they're they're dropping this news the the same day that they're going to have um, uh, their PlayStation thing. So coinciding. <clears throat> maybe the consoles revealed first, maybe and then we find maybe, out there's something. Maybe they're gonna. Uh, brand the, the uh, yep. Xbox Series X as a Sega machine in Japan, which is totally possible. Not branded as a Microsoft machine, branded as a Sega machine. This I is the, sell a the, lot. the Sega 
uh, trapezoid or whatever, the Sega rectangle. Um, that, that's, I mean, anything's possible, right? I mean, even that would get me excited because <clears throat> I would try to get, actually buy an Xbox, a Sega branded Xbox. I'll buy one, dude. Import it. Yeah, I'll import it. I don't care. It has Sega on it. I'll buy it. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm good. Uh, Joel, that's what we got. Uh, I just did a quick scrub. There's nothing else going on. Nice. Take it away. Yeah, no, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of No Low Time. We want to invite you to stay connected, to go ahead and subscribe to the show. We're uh, podcast versions on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. You can also subscribe to our YouTube videos as well. In addition to that, we want you to stay connected by following us on social media. So go ahead and go ahead and give us a follow at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. And that's going to be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Also, go ahead and send an email if you'd like to NoLoadTime at gmail.com. That's NoLoadTime at gmail.com. Uh, feedback, questions, comments, we welcome it. Appreciate it. And I uh, hope you guys continue to enjoy. Share this episode with your friends. So it's, we're going to find out something big. I, I sense it, man. Something I mean, we already know week. that there's going to be the PlayStation thing's probably going to be next week, the Sega thing. So some stuff's coming. Stay with us, guys. We're going to have some good things to talk about, I think. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you next time.